And we're back. Thanks for joining us on the Coruscant Nights podcast. We're happy to have you here. My name is Cooper and alongside me, as always, is Mark. Hello there. And Jack. Hello, everyone. It's nice to see you guys this morning. Today, we are doing something a little little bit different. We are ranking the Star Wars movies. For those who have been um, following along with our rewatch series, which we finished last week, we kind of gave... Um, our own scores, not trying to compare to the other movies. This one is a direct comparison where uh, suggesting which movies we like the most, which ones we don't like, and which ones are kind of in the middle. So this will be very much a comparison. And we felt that we owed it to uh, those who have listened to the whole series because um, we didn't really explicitly say which ones were the better ones or which ones were the better ones in comparison, I guess. You could say. So that's what we're doing today. We're ranking them. Um, thanks for joining us as always. If you want to go follow us on Instagram and TikTok, um, you can do so. They're under the uh, handle at Coruscant Nights. Big thanks to Ben and Akita, our patrons, who continue to support us. If you want to go support us, the link is in our Instagram bio. Last thing, for those who are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, uh, you won't be able to see the graphic we have, obviously. We will put it up on Instagram or you can go watch the video on YouTube later and um, it'll be there uh, to follow along. I think I've covered everything. Are we ready to start? Mm-hmm. Let's go. Okay. All right. So we will do the... We'll go in chronological order. We'll start with Phantom Menace and finish with Rise. So shall we get started? We'll move Phantom Menace. Ready? Three, two... One. Ooh. Is that fair? that's Attack of the Clones? Kira. Oh, sorry, I put Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I got. I saw the yellow poster. I'm like, hang on. All right, yeah, okay. Mine in great. Ooh, okay, Mark. Why did you put it in? So, great? Uh, I just also want to mention the reason mine isn't going at the same time is because of technical difficulties. So uh, Jack will be moving it for me. But the reason I've put it in great. And I think honestly, it's solely because of the duel at the end with Darth mm-hmm. Maul and yeah, Darth Maul in general because he's just really cool. I okay. think, yeah, I think um, main reason why I put it in average is obviously for the duel, but the political aspect was cool too. But I think everything else, like pacing, uh, even some of the characters and the story overall, was quite <laughs> lackluster compared to the others. Compared to the others is the key word. So yeah, yeah, I I, com- I completely agree. I think. When you look at it on its own, it's uh, not bad, and it introduces some really quite interesting themes to Star Wars. But overall, it's pretty slow. That middle bit, I I remember when we analysed it. I just remember that middle bit dragging on for so long. <laughs> the City Two stuff. Oh. I think so, that yeah, was a game so... where in that episode where differences was because I didn't necessarily agree with that. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so all right, Attack so of the Clones. Pretty... So far, pretty consistent. Yeah, pretty pretty good. Attack of the Clones. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Great. Oh. Great. What about for you, Mark? Great. All right. right. We all agree. Yeah. So I went great because I think it does a lot better than The Phantom Menace in delivering a pretty um, engaging story. And I think some of the, the action is really good. The subplots, well, the Anakin and Padme subplots, atrocious. I think as we all, as we all know, but overall, yeah. I think it's a pretty solid film. I'll agree with Cooper. I think the only reason why it's not amazing is because of the horrendous subplot of the dialogue and yeah. 
just everything about the Anakin Padme stuff had a bit forced and not too fluid and the chemistry was there in some aspects but I don't think it was excelled as much as it could have been and that's why it's a bit a bit better overall the whole compared to Phantom but not but not amazing yes I was gonna say the same thing I think if it was if the dialogue was just a bit better and not so wooden as it's known Mm. it easily would have elevated the film Mm. and put it up into amazing Mm. even possibly cinematic masterpiece Oh. I think if I had more clone action, I would go. It would need, yeah, it would need a bit more to reach cinematic masterpiece. More clones. But... Well, it's called Attack of the Clones, so you would hope for more clones. More, I guess. Like the battle at the end of Genosis was so cool, but I think oh, it was yeah. very short in comparison to the rest of the film. So yes, and definitely. I've always, I've always yeah. enjoyed Attack of the Clones, and I think the, also the political side with like Count Dooku and that sort of mm. thing as well. Trade and Federation, and yeah. I think because of the Clone Wars, it makes this movie better because it leads yeah. into it. That's true. 100%. All right. Revenge of the Sith. (laughs) Ready, set, let's go. Oh, well, Jack's going straight away. More straight up. Mine's going to amazing as well as Cooper. Uh, Uh, All right. Jack, yeah. Um, Look, I've said it time and time again. It's it's just the pinnacle of everything I want from a Star Wars movie. It has the, the best scores, I reckon, in the entire franchise, the best choreographed fight scenes. The pacing is start to finish. You're you're in the action and you're with the story. The plot was basic, but they elevated it through the character interactions. And it's just overall space battles. What more could you ask for? It's just perfect in every aspect, in my opinion. And it is. I don't think it would ever be topped as a um for any other Star Wars movie to, in comparison, unless they start doing major changes and stuff to what they're already doing. So yeah, that's my opinion. Very good. Um, yes, very nice. I I thought that. I do agree it's a great movie and I think it's probably the most consistent in showing uh, good Star Wars, I guess you could say, throughout the whole film. Like, there's not really any dull moments. You're always sort of engaged in the story. Uh, The action's phenomenal and I think it's probably the pinnacle of lightsaber action that we're going to get and even the characters we got introduced to were just really good um and uh, obviously the conclusion to anakin skywalker as a uh not not a, not conclusion as a jedi but i would say um his his story as the the prime jedi that we know is 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 done so i mm-hmm. think it's it's a good film i just i personally think that there's better but we'll get to that later I'd agree on all points, and I want to make a specific note, as you said, of the lightsaber fighting and action. But also, I think in this that this is one of the movies with the best music. Mm-hmm. I feel like mm-hmm. that's worth mentioning. Like Anakin, um, what is it? Anakin's betrayal? I think it's called. Yeah, and Dark Deeds. Yeah, it's just they're just so good. They're just such mm-hmm. good soundtracks. Mm-hmm. And it all really right. elevates the movie itself. It 100%. does. I agree. All right. A new hope. Oh wait, no, hang on. Let's no, no, no. let's do let's do Rogue One first. Yeah, yeah. Solo. Solo. Oh, solo. Solo. Yeah, solo. solo first. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do solo. Rogue, I think Rogue One follows into a New Hope in the same thing. I, I swear, uh, solo is before Rogue. But okay. either way, pretty sure. Yeah. All right. the thing is, who knows? Solo. We'll go solo. Three, two, one. What? Did you put it in the middle? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh. I'm actually going to put solo above. Attack of the Clones for me. Oh, sh- oh, okay. oh no, you moved the no, whole no, 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 no. I got this. I got this. I got this. Okay, I got this. all right, good. Good. Yeah. Um, Mark, 
I'm gonna put mine, and I didn't realize we could do in between, so I'm gonna do that. And so, nah, you can't go in between. Cooper. All right, I'll change. I'll change. Um, oh, oh this now is I need so a tricky decision then. Hmm. Okay. I'm... Oh my! No way! I think no. I'm gonna put mine in average. No way, guy. That's so hard. But I will have to. I'll I'll go first because I want to yeah. do. I do want to say that Solo is actually a really good film. Underrated, and I it's very underrated, and I'm very glad that I rewatched it for the rewatch series. But in comparison, since we're comparing them to the other Star Wars movies, that's why I'm putting it in average. Um, personally, I, I I enjoyed Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace more than I enjoyed Solo, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy Solo. The reason why I put it above Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace is because it's it's got like one of the best characters in the entire Star Wars franchise, in my opinion, being Han Solo. And I think it elevates his character depth better. And I also enjoy a good old classic smuggler bounty heist type of movie. And that's always what I've been drawn to. That is true as well. Yeah. So I'm going off pure um, what I want to see in Star Wars movies. So like the thing is, I do love obviously Anakin and I love the Jedi and I love all that kind of stuff. But then again, we barely see any of the other stuff. And I think it's just, it's done really well in this film and it's very underrated considering the time period it came out and how not well received it was from the critics. But I personally would rather watch Solo more times than I would rather watch Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace 2. That's my opinion. I'm going to agree with you and I'm so sorry to anyone who's watching or listening and watching later who sees I've put Solo in hot garbage. There's... (sighs) It's hard to explain because every time I watch Solo, I just get so bored. Like, it's got great action, it's got great story and great characters, and it's got a great twist at the end. But I don't know why, I just get bored watching it. And mm. even I think back to what I was um, mentioning in our rewatch series, I think it's just such a slow movie. It it starts off really quick, and then it just drags until the end. And That's funny how you say that. When it's you like The Phantom Menace, but I would r- much rather watch Phantom Menace because I think... As much as Dryden is a very compelling villain, I think Darth Maul, I'd rather say Darth Maul for 10 minutes than Dryden Voss be in- intimidating for 15, 20 minutes. So I, d- I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people think. And I know I've put it in hot garbage. That's just the lowest tier we have. But it's the- my least favorite one. Just going to put that out there. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Not sorry. Interesting. It's interesting how he calls it boring when he likes the last chance. Hey, hang on. <laughs> yeah. Boring movie. No. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Rogue One. All right. Oh, yes. Three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's no debate right. here. We're all in agreement on this one. Yeah. 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 This is just this is like peak, um, gritty war action movie. Even if you take wow. away the Star Wars elements from yeah. it, it's just such a good story. I don't think and... it's better than Revenge, in my opinion, though. That's mine. But okay, that's fine. I've got the tier list here. Yeah, but I just, just they managed to do so much in two, two, two and a half hours. Mm. Even just introducing the characters, they make you feel like you got to root for these characters that they're taking on such an impossible mission. And just there's so many iconic lines, and I still think I quote to the day the make ten men feel like a hundred. That's just incredible writing. It's incredible directing, and it's just it it fills in a gap of Star Wars that we didn't need. But I'm so glad we got. I yep. yeah, I definitely think it's a movie that 
I think was also so good and elevated in terms of critics and stuff on how the Disney era was so unwell received amongst the fans. So it made this one feel like it was very treasured amongst the, the community as a whole. So I think it kind of made people realize that maybe we don't just need um, Sith and Jedi. Like, obviously, you get a cool Darth Vader cameos every now and then. But, you know, you're not going to call a movie a cinematic masterpiece if it, you know, has a 10-second clip of Darth. But I think the ground-scale warfare has done really well. And I think just having a bit more of the people who aren't such as um, the most powerful people ever, like a a rebel Mm -hmm. trooper, just you find it interesting just to see how they, you know, do amongst you know, other people like them kind of in, in a way, you know. So it's, it's good to just see a bit more of a grounded story, I think. I completely agree. It's great to see the what the it's like for the actual rebel troopers as opposed to the leaders of the rebellion. I think this movie's just got fantastic writing in terms of dialogue, in terms of story. The music's great. The action's great. I love the locations. The characters, mm. heroes and villains are all fantastic. Mm. And when regards to what Jack was saying about Disney, I want to make a mention that this is obviously their best Disney mm. Star Wars film and it doesn't even feel like a Disney one in my opinion. It, yeah. it feels like one of the original that it could pass as an original or a George Lucas Star Wars film in my opinion. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of the fan base I mean, I wouldn't say a lot because there's obviously some people <laughs> um, that might think the other ones are just as good but I think <laughs> it, it's a bit more how do I say this? It's a bit more well received amongst everyone not just the select. Yeah. Um, demographic of the Star Wars community, which is good. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think it's really telling the fact that we can still talk about it and be so excited about it amongst us, th- um, us three, and even moving into Andor as well. They're just similar things, so it's really mm. good. Yeah, for sure. All right, shall we do a new hope now? Oh yeah, let's do it. All right, three, two, one. On the photo, got it. There we go. What about you? Uh, mine's going in amazing. Cool. Is it better than Revenge? I'm going to say yes. Okay, I've got to move Revenge over. I've so, also got to move. Oh, I think I moved the background. Hang on. No, that's right. Yeah, just, you know, it's, it's a bit fiddly, but amazing. It is a bit fiddly. I'm not even going to, I'm not going to attempt it. <laughs> I think that's smart. you got to attempt it. It's the risk. There we go. All right. So we have. Cooper with great, we have Mark with amazing, and we have myself with also amazing. So, interesting. Who wants to go first, Mark? All right, I'll go first. And I think I've said it so many times before, but I think just the fact that it's the original and it's the first movie, it sets everything up. Uh, It's the jumping off point for all other Star Wars media. And the movie itself, personally, I know there's a bit of disagreement among our group here, but I just think it's a really great movie, really enjoyable, and I personally didn't find it any. I personally did not find it boring. Mm, interesting. So leading on to that, I agree with Mark and most of them. Aside from, I do think, however, A New Hope lacks in. I, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to be critical of it because of it being the first one and being you know good for its time. But it, I think the story is the most basic that we have almost, aside from like a few that I have in my head that I'll mention later. Um, But I don't think, I think it suffers from not realizing that it's going to become a franchise almost that because they don't, they kind of like try to just end a lot of the main characters. Like I feel like if he knew at the start, Obi-Wan, I don't think would have died. That's my 
That's my hot take. I think, I don't know, some character decisions I feel like were just made for the movie to be like its own thing. And I think the, and I think it is pretty slow, which does make it harder for me to rewatch it. But it carries in the nostalgia factor and it carries in for the, having the great characters that we all yeah. love today. So 100% agreed. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick by this point. I don't like Luke in this movie. I I think he's such a I think he's a well written character in his development in the later two films. Sorry, later four films. Sorry, later five films is pretty good. <laughs> but I think just looking at him in this movie, I, he doesn't offer a lot to me. I think he's just a bit of a weak character, and I know that's unpopular. But I mean, it's. I, I I don't know how to describe. It. I just I, I don't I don't like Luke, but the supporting cast is great. Uh, the whole plot's pretty good. Um, I like a lot of the the quotes. I know we go over the quotes every week, but there's some pretty good ones in there. And the reason I didn't put it as amazing is because I mentioned this on the last Jedi podcast, and I know this movie was 1977, but it just doesn't look very good. So. <laughs> Visuals. The only <laughs> I mean, thing, hey, I the said only it doesn't person- make the story for me, but I said it adds to the story. So, yeah. personally, one of the only things I didn't enjoy about A New Hope is that hardly any of the characters had a proper reaction, in my opinion, to what they would feel of grief from um, the death of loved ones. Etc. I don't know. I, I like to I like to think that everyone handles it differently, and shock being. I just the don't reaction. get that Leia has almost no reaction to Alderaan being blown. I know. I think shock factor. Uh, debate, debatable, yeah. very debatable. But yeah, all right. I'm excited for this one. Oh, okay. um, uh, this is another one. I feel like is going to be universal. Pretty, yeah. All right. Empire. Three, two, one, go. Mark. All right. We're all in agreement again. On this yeah. Going up. Yep. Is it better than Rogue One? I'm going to keep Rogue One at the top. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Oh yeah. This all is right. good. I, I like think. It. I mean, we're all going to talk about how great it is. There's, I just every time I watch this, I I don't know why, but I hesitate watching it because I'm like, oh, is it as good as I remember? Yes, it is way better than I remember. I just, mm. There's so much much good stuff in this, so much that I, I I'm not going to talk about it all, but I think the story behind um the Luke's training. I think he's done so well in this movie, confronting his confronting his fear and his fate and whatever. Um and just the whole on the run. I you know, I know you guys aren't a fan of rebels being on the run, but Whoa. I I thought it was done pretty well and I think it really showcases Han's skills as a pilot, Leia's leadership and um C3PO's constant badgering. So Well if I may, it. I think I, I don't think you're correct there when you say you guys don't like the rebels on the run thing. We don't like that in The Last Jedi, mm. but I actually think the story works in this film. I don't know why why it would be different to Last Jedi. Maybe it's just the overall story and just the general writing. But I just think this like so I think one of the best things about the Empire Strikes Back is just the character development. There's so much for all the characters, especially Luke, which I think Cooper is one of the reasons you like it so much, is yeah. because Luke is basically in a lot of ways a different character to what he yeah, was in a new. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I think just the the like uh, what do you call it? the stakes that's going of the galaxy and that Luke has a lot resting on his shoulders. And I think just yeah, just such a great movie overall. Mm. All the locations again, like Best Spin is awesome. Yep. Yeah, Hoth, very good. 
Um, yeah. I'm going to be honest here. This is the pinnacle and what they should show and use as an example for how to subvert expectations correctly. Okay. This movie here, this is not a criticism on it, but it is, it feels like a filler subplot of a whole, like, you know, it doesn't, does that, the beginning to the end, there's no real, um, like change within the galaxy and as a whole, but it is for the rebels and the empire who we're, you know, following the story with. This whole movie feels like it's like a filler side mission, but it's a great side mission. And it's one that is like so perfect in my opinion. So when you have the other movies where it's like at the start and at the end, most of the time, aside from Last Jedi 2, which almost now that I think of it is almost trying to do an empire, but just, I don't think was well received for a lot of people, but, um, it doesn't really have a big a beginning and end. It's almost like, oh, this is literally the middle movie of the franchise. We're not gonna make too much of a like a impact on the entire story, but impact on the characters who we'll see in the eventual next one, which will sum up the whole story. So I think it does a perfect way to bridge the two movies together and make the whole trilogy be one of the most strong, like the one as known as this one of the strongest trilogies of the entire um, Star Wars franchise. I just mentioned, and I I don't want to get into this discussion because I feel like we're going to get off track. But you mentioned that you know the plot's good, but it's all about the character development in this one. That's what you really like. That's exactly what the Last Jedi is. It's meant for character development. It's got a boring plot so that it can thrive in developing Ray and Luke and Finn and Poe. The main. Okay, we won't go into the discussion, we're... but I just want yeah. to say you can't say that. That Empire has a has boring. You just said the no, last no, 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 no. boring storyline because storyline's not boring for last. character development. No, no, no. I was the I'll Empire say... does not have that. Cooper, your opinion, your opinion is that you really see these two movies being almost hand in hand. They're similar. When, They're very similar. We don't see it at all, and a lot of other people don't. The reason why is that you said, <laughs> oh, oh, you know, boring story. Last Jedi's story is so boring, it doesn't even want you, I don't even want to continue watching this. This one made me feel worried for the characters and how their futures would turn out. And also, you said character development. Mm. Character development's fine, but it is up for interpretation, and I, get, and I get that. But the character development for Last Jedi felt like they just absolutely put it in the bin. It's like yeah. they didn't help them. They again, had this... a good foundation, and then they just threw them in the gutter. But again, this is up for interpretation because I completely disagree with that. I think what they did yeah. with the characters is fine. But yeah. in terms of the plot, like I wasn't saying that the the like Han plot or whatever is or the flame plot is boring. I was you. saying that in terms of the last Jedi, yes, it is, can drag on. And it can in Empire as well, but I guess it always um keeps you kind of I don't know. It's it keeps you engaged in different ways but also like so in empire it's with like the asteroid field and cloud city with the last jedi it's what's holdo doing what are the trans what what's 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 doing the transports anyway we can finish there yeah how interesting does that sound in comparison of of the book hey why why would you you guys have complained about the the carbon copy that the force awakens is of a new hope would you be mad if it was the carbon copy of empire because Empire is like the be- one of the best movies of entire oh, Star Wars oh. franchise. See, I can't, I'm trying to logically reason the, with you guys. But I don't think the work. issue of the carbon copies, which one they did, I think it's just the fact that they weren't original. Mm. Yeah, all right. Anyway, we're getting away from the thing. So let's move right. on to Return of the Jedi. Oh, interesting. Right. Three, two... Oh, actually, I need to think. One. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, yeah, I'm go. ready. Go. Mark. <gasps> Jack, I'm putting mine in the same spot as you. 
In be- wait, uh, before the top of amazing, is it where? Like at the the top part of amazing. So here, as the better one, the best okay. one in the amazing section. I have to do some re- reshuffling here. Yeah, so do I. As we do this, you guys can have a. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll say why I did mine. So it. I feel absolutely terrible that I put it in great because I I love love Return of the Jedi as much as I know we ragged on it in the podcast about our breakdown about kind of it not really making sense and it being really a three act story and they don't really there's not really anything that binds it all together. It's all very mishmashy. Um, I just I think back to the the last at least forty minutes of the movie are some of the best Star Wars moments ever. The battle at Endor is fantastic. Everyone Mm. gets their moment. Um, As silly as the Ewoks are, I think Mm. um, Leia and Han seeing them in action, we haven't really seen them in action uh, like too much in the originals. And then obviously you've got the absolute standout going on the Death Star with uh, Luke and Vader and uh, Palpatine. And then even just the ending, uh, that's perfect. It is the perfect last 40 minutes to a, to a to a Star Wars movie ever. And I feel so bad putting it in great because it could technically be an amazing, but just, yeah, I think back yeah. to that first two hours or hour and a half and that takes it away from me. See, yeah, I'm on the same agreement as you on that, but I think it doesn't lower it into great. But the start of the movie is very long in my opinion, especially when we rewatched it. I think most times when I rewatch it, I might be doing something else or eating food or something because when you're just sitting there watching that um everything about Tatooine um I actually you know what I think has affected my viewing of it on how much we've got Tatooine in the other recent projects which makes me go back and see this one and be like ah Tatooine again but this was done like originally you know so I think that's probably what takes it away but the last 40 minutes makes it amazing in my opinion uh, because it's just so strong with um character development again it 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 caps off their franchise perfectly, which is another reason why I think the sequels probably didn't even need to happen because I thought the franchise was fine being one to six and just having individual stories outside of it, like Solo and Rogue One and all that after almost probably would have elevated a bit more and make um, a bit more sense. But I I just think putting it in great would just be a disservice to how good they concluded, uh, well, four to six, and then even when it comes into the one to six. So I think it's just a perfect conclusion for the one to six franchise. Yeah. And I would pretty much agree with everything you just said, Jack. The only thing I would disagree on is that, and I said it during our episode of Return, is that I don't think the Jabba's Palace bit went on. It did, time-wise, it did go on for a while, but I didn't feel like it was dragging. I I was always engaged and always uh, paying attention to what was happening. But I really wanted to mention, as you said, how it was a perfect conclusion to the saga. And I think that... First of all, in terms of its own movie, is what makes it so amazing is that everything ends in such a great way. The end of the Empire with the blowing up of the Death Star and the proper death of the Emperor, I might add. Mm -hmm. But also the redemption of Anakin, obviously, is one Mm -hmm. of the best parts in this this film and in the saga as a whole. And I think that's one of the main reasons why everyone dislike most people dislike the sequel so much mm. is simply because they essentially threw out the conclusion to the saga in this movie and just rewrote all of it. Mm. They removed Anakin's redemption, they brought Palpatine back, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. All right, well, speaking of sequels, 
Well, it's time to get into them. Now, I've got to be honest. I kind of know exactly where you guys are going to put your movies. Really? So I'm fully ready to look in disgust at what you guys are going to put. As and I feel you guys are going to do for me. disgust at what you're going to do. Yeah, I know. So we'll begin with The Force Awakens. Oh, God. Three, two, two one. one. Where are you putting yours, Mark? I'm putting it the same spot as you, Jack. Perfect. Love it. All right, who's going to start? Cause I'll, like, go first. I'll go first. I reckon first. Cooper needs to start with and defend himself on these ones because... Can I do, uh, can I do right. the next he's, one? He's already, I'll do the next one. He's already had his opportunity to defend. I think I'll go first. And the reason I put it in average is because I've said through the other episodes of, of our rewatch series for the sequels, I think The Force Awakens is the best of the sequels, which also shows where I'm going to put the other two. But... It's actually enjoyable, and even though it is a copy of A New Hope, and I've said it so many times, but it left you at the end of the film ready for what's going to happen next. But I think the reason that it's hated upon so much is simply because it's one of the sequels. But I think as a movie itself, it was actually enjoyable, and it was a good introduction to the new characters and was, again, a good setup for the next two movies. I think... It's it, this tier list is harsh because you got amazing, great, and average. All those three are basically fine. They're all like five and above kind of thing. You know what I mean? So putting an average, but in this tier list looks like it's like the second worst, but it's not actually that bad. There's obviously would be layers, you know, within this. But I think personally, um, in the reason why I've put it below a new hope, even though it's a rehash, is because a new hope's characters I enjoy better. The mm. only thing, and like story-wise, even still, I prefer the Death Star over Star Killer Base. Yep. I think it's a bit extreme, but mm. I do think it's visually cool. The only reason why it's not hot garbage for me is just because they don't destroy the characters just yet, and mm. I'm still hoping that there's something after it. But exactly, there's not. But also, um, oh, I was gonna say, um, oh yeah, the visuals in this movie doesn't make like for this one doesn't make it better than a new hope because it's a rehash i just think it it, do, it just doesn't help elevate it as much to higher mm. yeah i've been thinking a lot recently about why i really like the force awakens and there's obviously the reasons i explained in the podcast you know um it's got good story handles the legacy characters really well gives han solo a satisfying conclusion you got a compelling villain but i think and this is going to be like maybe a little bit confusing to you guys. This was the first kind of Star Wars movie I watched in full. I didn't go watch it in the cinema, but I it was the first one I watched kind of, and I knew what was going on. Like I might've watched one of the prequel movies on TV once, but I didn't really understand what was going on. This was the yeah, first one I took an interest in it. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, that's pretty good. And that's not solely the reason why, but I think I do have a bit of a special connection to The Force Awakens. Um, yeah, I, just, I think it, overall, overall, it's a really solid film. Like, this is why you like the sequels. It's, it's the really. first proper one you've actually watched. Well, yeah, it's the first one I paid attention to and was like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool. And I mean, to be fair, if this is the first one, if I've watched... The originals first, and I've seen the visuals get better. I maybe think different, but because maybe I hold this at such a high standard, and watch this before, like n- knowing full consciously, uh, consciously before the originals, then it's kind of like, oh yeah, that's this look kind of bad in comparison. So I don't know. Anyway, so I've got a question quickly. Yeah, 
before we move on to the next movie. Um, can we all just mention? I'm interested to hear because only uh, for the you guys listening or watching right now, that's the first time I realized Cooper's properly. Like he did say, probably watched a bit of the other ones on TV, but like full start to finish interest was Force Awakens. Yeah. I'd like to know, Mark, what was your first um, Star Wars movie that you remember watching? Well, I just want to say, first of all, that I am very surprised about that. I didn't actually know that it was the first one Cooper's properly intently watched. Mm. But as for me, I can't actually remember that well because I watched them all when I was really young. Yeah. So I've I've just been, you know, I've had them all in my head all the way mm. since I've been growing up. So I think, I don't know, it might have been one of the, uh, might have been one or two, but it also may have been possibly even Return of the Jedi might have been the first one. Yeah. Which I, I'm not sure I remember exactly, but yeah. I think that's also another reason why I've always liked Return of the Jedi because I just, I know I've watched it a lot as a child. I think that might have been my most watched yeah. Star Wars movie as a child. Why don't you mention that? Because Return of the Jedi was the first time I remember watching a Star Wars movie. And to this day, I still um kind of get a bit annoyed that my father didn't show me any hope first and go in the, in the proper order but it was it was hilarious because it was um on vhs so mm. like and then he obviously like record like recorded off like a television one so you had like the ads so like you fast forwarded <laughs> it through the thing it was so funny but yeah. i remember i remember it being my first one too because i was so scared of seeing darth vader's bald head i don't know <laughs> i don't know what it was but it scared me and yeah, it yeah, was, that, that would be frightening as a child. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, so it's funny how that was the first one, but I don't think that's why I put it in a. If if nostalgia was like that, it would be cinematic masterpiece. But I agree. Yeah, I'm a bit more um full return. Yeah, yeah. I think now. Yeah, I, I hope your dad's not listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was just gonna actually, I pretty much mentioned everything about the Force Awakens. I think, yeah, that connection is important. And I was quite upset. I, I mean, I knew Star Wars was a thing. And I remember, and I know we're kind of going off track here, but I remember listening to the radio in my room. Yes, the radio um, mm. in my room when I was cleaning it one day. This is when I was maybe like 11 or 12. And I remember they were saying, this just in, um, Star Wars is getting episode seven. It's coming out in 2015. Mm. And I thought, oh, cool. Maybe I should start getting into it. And so I did. And nice. well. Yeah, I have a theory now that I know that, and I'm wondering if Cooper is so lenient with Luke's character story in the sequels because he was first introduced to Luke as a hermit. Yeah, not not necessarily. I I mean, consciously maybe. I I yeah, unconsciously. Look, I knew Luke Skywalker was a thing. I'm not. I wasn't like that oblivious yeah. to the fact that he was a character in the originals. Yeah, and that they had come beforehand, but um. I, but honestly, that's the what I'm saying I, in terms of his development as a character. No, unrelated. Maybe... I, I honestly think it's an interesting direction to take him. That's okay. that's honest. Okay. Um, Last Jedi. Three, is... two, one. Jack, I don't even need to tell you. Mine's off the. Mine is below hot garbage. Mine is so <laughs> far down. No, I'm kidding. I, I have to put it here. Uh, yours. Oh are wow! Right... right in the corner. Yeah. Mine. Yours, yeah. Hot here. garbage. Um, I want to start off by saying. I don't want to talk about this movie. That's how bad I hate it. That's how much yeah. I hate it. So done. My point's oh, done. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. Well, I, I don't want to have to go into it all again because I've done it Everything so many times to. and we did we spent a very long time on the Last Jedi episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, to just do a brief summary, the story is just sucks. And my main, main, main issue with it is Luke. 
and what they did with Luke. Okay, that's it. I don't want to mention that. Was, yeah. I said it would be brief. Oh yeah, you did. Uh, okay, so I put it in amazing. I know the people who put watch the podcast, or listen to the podcast, heard me make the very bold claim that I thought it was a cinematic masterpiece. I still <laughs> think it is. I still think it is. And I would probably put all five of these in cinematic masterpiece, but just some of them are better. Um, I think now that I think about it more, The Force Awakens is probably a bit better, but I like them both as much as each other. And just since we're going off of like nostalgic things, this was the first movie I watched in the cinema. It all makes sense, viewers. It no, all no it's, it's all coming together. It's all coming but together. You got to think. I don't know if you had the same experience in your cinema, but when you saw Luke Skywalker as a ghost and Kylo Ren go through him, and you're like, oh crap, he's not dead. Oh, oh my God, he's doing it. Or when the ship goes boom into the, into the other ship. No? I watched Force Awakens in the movies. That was my first movie. Yeah, same here. But well, I was more shocked on he wasn't there and it kind of made me sad that he wasn't going to do a sacrifice at the battle like Obi-Wan kind of did. So I was a bit more disappointed rather than shock factor. And with yeah. the light speed thing through the ship, I was like, visually, whoa, that's cool in the cinema. But I was like, that makes zero sense in my head. I was like, how all does this- I, All I remember about seeing Force Awakens is seeing I was coming out angry at that they killed Han Solo. <laughs> It's funny. Hey, Jack, have you seen Oppenheimer yet? No, I haven't yet, so no spoilers. Oh, okay, sorry. I was, I was going to say something. But... I know about the bomb, like, absolutely rattling, apparently, cinema speakers. So, that's quite uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> um, and one more thing I'll just mention about The Last Jedi, and it's, it's something not related to the story, and I think it's something I forgot to mention in the podcast. It has the slowest start ever, like, from... The Lucasfilm logo to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then to the intro crawl. It feels absurdly long in comparison to the other films, which is Wait, weird. Which one noticed. are we talking about here? The Last Jedi. I haven't noticed. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah, notice I know, that either. I just remember being sitting in silence in the cinema for what felt like a long time, just waiting <laughs> for it to for the Star Wars scene to play. Anyway, that's just a side note. All right, last one. Rise of Skywalker. I mean, three, two. <laughs> One. I'm actually going to change my mind. Oh, I'm putting mine in hot garbage at the bottom. Wow. No, not that far at the bottom, just below the last Jedi. Yeah. Um, I would like to go on this one because I have a hot take. So if we could do halves, I would go like this. So I think everything about this movie is so bad. Okay. Let's just get that out of the way. I think it's bad. But I have more fun watching this movie on a rewatch than I do with Last Jedi because it doesn't make me as mad. Oh, rhymes. But um, also, if we're talking about cinema experiences, this was the first movie I have watched at a midnight screening. So being the first, like, you know, and I saw everyone dressed up as Kylo Ren and Ray, and <laughs> people were doing the American thing of clapping and and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, this is so great. Yeah, that's and a very American Kylo- thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, and then I saw Kylo Ren force choke someone onto the roof, and then I saw him re-get his helmet, and he was was stronger than Ray, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is everything I wanted. And then I came out kind of like a bit, uh, maybe like a couple weeks after, I was like, this made no sense. Like, (laughs) this And the ending made me angry, of course, with um, the Ray Skywalker thing. But Mm. I think the reason why it's in hot garbage is because the story is, I think, just slightly better than Last Jedi because it doesn't infuriate me and tediously as much, but it makes zero sense. 
and it does ruin my one of my favorite characters of the entire Star Wars franchise. So that really thoroughly gets on my back. But I enjoyed the fight scenes and I enjoyed Kylo Ren in particular. I thought this was the best movie he was in, but it doesn't elevate it above Force Awakens, primarily because the Force Awakens is a rehash. But cinema experience wise, it was actually like really good. I, I recommend midnight screening to anyone, and especially if there's a Star Wars movie. I think Dave Filoni is going to do a movie after all these shows, so I recommend to everyone midnight screening is so worth it. You'll see us there. You'll right, see us. If there. I can go next, the reason I put it at the bottom is because, and I, I, it's, I can't, I, sure it may be a bit more interesting to watch than the Last Jedi. And The Last Jedi, I would even probably agree it drags on and is more boring than The Rise of Skywalker. But I just think I would prefer watch The Last Jedi because I just can't get on board at all with what they did in The Rise of Skywalker. And I've said it again and again and again that the writers not collaborating just doesn't make any sense to me. That's why the movies are so bad. And whilst The Last Jedi destroyed Luke and everything about him, The Rise of Skywalker destroyed the legacy of what had happened throughout the whole saga by simply saying somehow Palpatine has returned. And the fact that they just disregarded the entire redemption story of Darth Vader and Anakin and Luke bringing him back to the light and every other thing that they that they destroyed story-wise, I have to put it right at the bottom of hot garbage. Mm, fair enough. Um, I put it in great because, and above Attack of the Clones, because I think... The the you don't really have any side plots. It's really you just focus on the one plot, and it's not bad, and it's at least entertaining because they jump around to different planets like every ten minutes. Uh, whereas with Attack of the Clones, you kind of it's it's more of a slow burner, but it picks up towards the end. So for those reasons, and for the reasons that you guys have said about it, um, you know, n- not really making sense. Uh, which I agree with, and I think it's a bit cheesy in some sections. I've put it at great. It's <laughs> yeah. probably my least favorite sequel, uh, and but I still think it's all right. I think I've grown to like it more and more. The, my least favorite viewing of it was in the cinema. That's what I'll say. Why? Um, I had a bad cinema experience. I was sitting with people who um, were uh, not screaming, but oh. making weird noises throughout the movie, so... Over the top. Huh? Over the top. Yeah, yeah. Over the movie. So that was kind yeah. of distracting. That's annoying. Um, yeah. And um, I kind of, I said this in the podcast, but when Chewbacca died, I knew he wasn't dead because yeah. I saw in the trailer that he was he was running with Finn and Poe in the Star Destroyer. So I, I knew he wasn't dead. So just those yeah. sort of things. But I mean, but the force honest, lightning and everything was fine. That was cool. I was going to say, that happens every every time in a lot of Marvel stuff recently too. Like, you just know there's so many fake death scenes and stuff now that, that you see in trailers. They, they reveal so much in trailers. Trailers nowadays have become so heavy on plot and everything about what's going to happen in the movie. A trailer should just show you glimpses of how it looks and the overall vibe is giving off, but it should not give you anything about a plot. And I really uh, don't like that, how it does. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All righty. So we're done. Uh, just for the uh, listeners on Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, who maybe can't see the graphic or haven't gone to look at it, um, we'll go through our rankings. So I've gone 
uh, Empire and Rogue One in Cinematic Masterpiece, then Revenge of the Sith, uh, Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Amazing, Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, Rise of Skywalker, and Attack of the Clones in Great, Phantom Menace and Average, and Solo and Hot Garbage. All right. And for me, in Cinematic Masterpiece, we have Rogue One and Empire. Amazing is Return of the Jedi, A New Hope, and Revenge of the Sith. Great is Attack of the Clones and the Phantom Menace. Average is Solo and The Force Awakens. And Hot Garbage is The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. And last but not least, myself, I have Revenge of the Sith, Empire Strikes Back, Rogue One, all in cinematic masterpiece. I have Return of the Jedi and A New Hope in Amazing. And then I have Solo and Attack of the Clones in Great. Average, I have Phantom Menace and Force Awakens. And in Hot Garbage, I have Rise of Skywalker and last but not least, The Last Jedi. Very good. Uh, last thing before we leave, we are doing a tournament poll at the moment, uh, movie posters. Uh, this will take a while. There's 30 different movie posters. Oh, not movie posters, but project posters. Uh, we've already had two. Um, both have been lopsided results so far, so <laughs> they'll be just, moving on. Yeah, also, just like to mention with the posters, it's um, if you are going to vote in these community things, it's not about how good or yes. how much the, the show is or the movie is or something. It's just solely on the poster. For example... Yeah. Star Wars Visions is one of the ones that have as season one that one of the ones has um come out with Rebels season one, I'm pretty sure. Yep. yep. Wow. Rebels is a much better, in my opinion, season than Visions, but that poster is so bad. Yeah. I think exactly. I, I believe personally I would go Visions. Thus poster wins that that kind of thing. So yeah, make sure it's not off the actual project itself. But yeah, it's the poster. Yeah. So we'll be posting daily and I'll kinda we'll kinda gather the results. Yeah, um, we're doing it it's more of a tournament sort of thing. It is, it is. But so we'll leave the polls up there for a while before we kind of determine who the winner is so we can just get the most amount of votes. And then mm. um yeah, well this will take a while. So uh get get to voting. We're interested in your input. Um, and that's on YouTube, so you can yep. find it in the community tab if you want to uh, go look. But for the moment, thanks for tuning in. This was a good discussion, and I hope now we've painted a clearer picture for you for what our um, Star Wars preferences are. What I lo- you know, I, I just want to also mention how I love how how different the shapes are of our rankings. Like Cooper's got heaps in the middle, yeah, and then me and Jack are more evenly balanced. Yeah. Well, I you're thought... definitely evenly balanced. It's yeah, and I did not intend for that to happen. That's just quite funny how it happened like that. You know what I find quite funny is that I'm known for the person who rags and very overly critical on Star Wars movie. However, I've got three in cinematic masterpieces when you guys have two. So come on now, guys. What, what, what's going on here? I don't rag <laughs> on it entirely. I'm just very, you know, opinionated with it. <laughs> yeah. As we all are, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Indeed, cool. indeed. All right. Thanks for watching and we'll catch you next week. Thank you guys. See you next week. Bye-bye.